Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. Uh, last week we were having dinner on a Sunday night and one of the kids said, where's the classical music? And I had forgotten to put it on. So as oh, much really? as sometimes they used to <laughs> complain about it, now they really enjoy it and get into it. That's TSO volunteer committee member Kathy Buckworth. You'll hear from her later in the show. On the surface, hockey and the orchestra may not have a lot in common, but there's more than what meets the eye. Peter Ungen is a big sports fan, and as it turns out, it runs in the family. His nephew, Ben Smith, was recently drafted to the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's led Peter to reflect on the similarities between the two disciplines. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Your nephew was recently traded to the Maple Leafs. What has that been like for you? Unbelievable. I mean, to be perfectly honest, you know, we, we were sitting there the other day saying if if our parents could, you know, who lived here throughout the 50s, and Maple Leafs have always been everything, right? I mean, you know, that's so famous all over the world, but in Toronto. You know, it's uh, probably you know the saying? world's longest standing unconditional relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Unconditional <laughs> love. <laughs> so, But if, if our parents could, could say, oh, gosh, uh, our son – is conducting the Toronto Symphony tonight, but but our grandson is playing for the Maple Leafs. Where, where should we go? <laughs> I mean, it, it's uncanny um, for me. But, well, you know, he's a wonderful hockey player and had a great career as a as a college hockey player. Was MVP in his last year, uh, winning the Frozen Four twice, and then uh, you know he'd been drafted by the Blackhawks and he won a Stanley Cup in 2013 and had a great season in 13-14. But in 14-15, he was traded on the trade deadline to the San Jose Sharks, and um, and his experience there was, you know, I mean, everything is uh, builds you in some way. Um, but it, I, I think when he was traded to the Leafs, put it that way, um, on, I think, February 29th, auspicious day, uh, we, you know, we just screamed. We could not believe it. And I was so thrilled for him because uh, it hadn't been an, an easy time for him. He'd had some injuries and concussion and, and uh um, this has really been rejuvenating for for him, and the team has a fabulous spirit, despite everything. Uh, <laughs> there is a lot of optimism around, and he's a guy who brings great stability and trust to a dressing room. Um, he's a very skillful, thoughtful player who has unbelievable hockey sense, uh, and I mean, he's a goal scorer too. Uh, and he's a great penalty killer. So uh, obviously, they saw him as an asset, and I well, I just couldn't be more excited. Speaking of all of his skills, what kind of skills would you say musicians and hockey players share? Oh my God! Well, reactions. First of all, um, we we have to we have to have phenomenal sense of teamwork uh, and extremely quick reactions to to respond one to the other. Because, I mean, they, they never do the, the ultimately coordinated thing among 90 people. I mean, the astonishing thing about an orchestra is that we coordinate 90 people playing at hopefully the identical tempo with perfect intonation, the same expression, all these things. It's an incredible cooperative experience. Hockey players are a little bit different. You know, there's only really five of them, and if you don't count the goalie on the ice at any, at any one time, maximum. Um, you know, so... Unless you've got a delayed penalty, okay, then you have six maybe. But 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 so they're coordinating between them and only one of them touches the puck at any time, right? So they're figuring out what to do away from the puck. In a way, every player who's playing is holding the puck in an orchestra. 
So we're we're there. We're responsible, equally responsible for making the puck go, if you like, metaphorically, into the goal. But uh, so there are there are there there are some similarities for sure. But we don't have to have that level of fitness. Uh, <laughs> no. We don't we don't have to retire when we're thirty one or you know maybe forty four if you're younger. Um, so <laughs> you know uh, so you know we have long long careers and. Uh, but, you know, hockey is an incredibly dramatic and exciting and brilliant game. Speaking with Peter Ungen about his nephew, Ben Smith, new member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Number 26. One of the big questions facing classical music organizations everywhere is how do you get young people to the symphony? Kathy Buckworth is a member of the Toronto Symphony Orchestra Volunteer Committee, and she's taken her kids to quite a few young people's concerts. She's here with some tips about taking your family to the symphony. Kathy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. So tell us about your experiences bringing your kids to the symphony. Sure. I guess, actually, I went to the symphony as a kid. My dad was um, on the volunteer board of the Winnipeg Symphony, and we I grew up there. And so it was something that we always did, and we got very dressed up and went. So when I had kids of my own, and I have four of them, I started taking them, you know, from about age, I would say, six or seven, you know, to some of the concerts that the, the TSO puts on, which are fantastic because there's often a visual component to go with the music, which really gets the kids engaged a little bit more. And we always always have classical music on. Uh, Sunday dinner is our thing. And it's funny, just last uh, last week we were having dinner on a Sunday night and one of the kids said, where's the classical music? And I had forgotten to put it on. So as oh, much really? as sometimes they <laughs> used to complain about it, now they really enjoy it and get into it. So it's more or less just sort of that repeated exposure and getting them to recognize, you know, certain, uh, you know, symphonies. And, and they really, you know, it doesn't take much to sort of get them into it. And they love watching the musicians play. What have been some of your favorite moments with your kids at the TSO? I think, you know, the ones that are, that are, are when they have the themed ones around maybe movies and things like that, and they recognize that pieces of music that they love, you know, Harry Potter theme or something, can be sort of seen as classical music because they, they don't see it that way. They think classical music is all music that's very old and that they wouldn't understand, and it's got this great meaning, but it can be simply something that's very melodic and sort of very sort of enchanting and engaging for them. So anything that draws in sort of the modern with a, with a classical, I think, is a great way to introduce kids to it. So for a family who is wanting to bring their kids to their first symphony mm-hmm. orchestra concert, what kind of tips do you have for them? Well, I wouldn't take them when it's normally their nap time. Cause, and, you know, there are, uh, you know, know your own child in terms of can they sit still. And the concerts for young people are obviously a little bit sh- shorter um, than some of the evening ones. But, you know, make sure that they can actually uh, sit and enjoy it because you want to make it enjoyable for everyone around them as well. Sort of talk to them about what your expectations are in terms of having to sit still, what they can look out for. You know, play the music for them beforehand if they're seeing some pieces that, or pardon me, hearing and seeing some pieces that they might not know, um, they like recognize, kids love recognition and routine. So giving them that exposure beforehand, I think is really helpful. Or if it's something that's being done like a Peter and the Wolf, you know, tell them the story before, read them the book, you know, so they really have sort of that, oh, I know this. Kids love knowing things already. So, you know, and make sure they're old enough. That's the, that's the key part. So how old would you say? Uh, you know, it depends on the child again, but I would say as young as five, and but something that's very light. And then as they get older, taking to maybe some pops concerts or something, you know, at the movie nights, things like that, as they get into sort of tweens and, and teens and things like that. And, and leading them right into, you know, the sound check program, which is, you know, wonderful for getting that, that sort of younger audience engaged as well. Now, the Toronto Symphony Volunteer Committee uh, runs a lot of programs, a lot for the TSO. One of them is uh, Morning with the TSO. 
Yeah. So what it so what it is is basically it's it's high schools across the GTA, which it, they send in an application basically to have their class come in, and the volunteers are there to assist the kids when they come in. Um, and basically, they get the concert, see for sort of a rehearsal uh, with the TSO, and they get the chance to ask questions of the musicians and really learn about the piece and the music. So again, it's it's a field trip, and a lot of those kids have never stepped inside a concert hall in their lives. So it's great exposure to kids who maybe don't get exposed to it through their family experience. It's a really good opportunity. In addition to this, the Volunteer Committee is running a fine art auction later on this month. Tell mm-hmm. us about that. This is um, the second one that we've done, actually. It was fairly successful last year, so we're going again uh, this year. Art and music sort of go together, of course. Um, and this one, uh, the benefits are go towards not only the TSO, but the Toronto Symphony Youth Orchestra. And so the auction takes place Thursday, April the 14th. Um, it's going to t- take place. The preview starts at 5.30. The auction at 7. It's at the Westmount Gallery at 88 Advanced. Road in Toronto. You can go to our website, which you can access through the TSO main website or the tsvc.ca website. All of the information is there, including the art auction catalog, which you can preview before. And we do recommend that you register in advance to make sure you get a spot. It is free of charge and you can just show up at the door, but we want to get an idea of numbers. So that would be great if people could do that. Thanks so much, Kathy. Thank you. That was uh, Kathy Buckworth. She's a member of the Toronto Symphony Orchestra Volunteer Committee. You can find out more about the fine art auction at tsvc.ca. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, you can be in touch with the TSO at any time. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8pm on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO Podcast.